different topics, different issues. Come along as we face and discuss various things here in Visa V with me, your host, the one and only V. Hi everyone, we're already on our third episode. Ngayon pa lang nagpapasalamat na ako for tuning in on this series. It's actually nice to share things with you and discuss information that I've acquired in my classes. Dahil nga online setup tayo ngayon, I'm back to living here in Marikina na actually almost 20 years na pala akong nakatera. Naranasan ko lang mag-move out and live on my own when I had to leave for college. That was half of 2019 up until the first quarter of 2020. Dahil nga nasa Marikina na ulit ako, naalala ko ulit yung school namin. Sa school namin where I stayed for 14 years studying from kinder up until I finally graduated in senior high, sanay na kami with the earthquake drills and typhoon scenarios. Being in Marikina, having the Marikina Valley Fault Line, and a low land prone to floods during typhoon season, We've had our fair share of experiences like such. Yung sa pagpaha, marami na kaming na-encounter na na-stop kami for hours sa school kasi baha na sa may labas at mahirap na rin lalo na if magko-commute ka pa. Sa earthquake drills naman, as early as kinder ata, meron na akong memory of having earthquake deals. Merong mga per department lang, tapos meron ring school-wide talaga. Designated na rin yung exits na ititake namin para maiwasan yung possibility of stampede. Considering na rin talaga yung location namin, yun nga, nasa Marikina kami, our school takes such measures seriously. Kaya ayun, no, mahalagang ma-open up yung topic na to kasi... Um, as a student or as someone na lumaki talaga with the with protocols like this, ganun. Uh, tinuturing ko na rin siya as a privilege na meron ka, yung school namin nagkakandakt talaga ng um, earthquake drills and measures like that. Dahil nga, ayun, prone yung location ng school namin with earthquakes and also floods and typhoons. So ayun, um, sana ma-discuss natin ng ayos yung um, a bit of uh, technicalities on the part of Andy RRMC kasi maski ako hindi ako ganun ka well informed on that matter na inform naging aware lang ako because of the webinar na inattendan din namin in our a uh, 4 hour NSTP1 class ayan it was um the webinar yung resource person for that webinar is Director Susana G. Wangho. Ayan. She is from Office of Civil Defense ng NDRRMC. And we 
I am very thankful to have the opportunity to attend webinars like that. Kaya ayan, let's start. With that being said, let's start with our topic for today, which is disaster risk reduction and management. Ayan, we all know that the Philippines is located at the Pacific Ring of Fire, having an estimated number of 300 volcanoes and is visited by an average of 20 earthquakes daily. Our country is also situated in the Pacific Typhoon Belt, visited by an average of 20 typhoons yearly. Kaya naman super halaga talaga ng disaster risk and reduction management for us. Ayan, sabi, there are three types of hazards in the Philippines. One is natural hazards. We have the earthquakes, landslides, volcanic eruption, typhoon, storm surge, flooding, tsunami, and drought. Number two, we have human-induced hazards. Armed conflict, civil disturbance, accidents, pollution, fire. And third, we have chemical and biological hazards. Chemicals, viruses, bacteria, fungi, parasites. And it was noted that the effects of disasters from 1905 up until the year 2017, ang estimated cost of damages per year amounts to 85 to 422 billion pesos. And ang Philippines mayroong position ng 9th. We are ranked 9th in the World Risk Index Report as of 2019. With that, the resolution has been made to secure as much as possible the safety of everyone when it comes to risks and disasters. Having the paradigm shift to the RRM, RA10121 or Philippine Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Act of 2010. From a reactive, top-down, centralized disasters as functions of physical hazards focused on response, Naging proactive, bottom-up, participatory, disasters as reflection of vulnerability, and integrated na ang approach ng ating mga kinauukulan when it comes to disasters. And dito napapasok yung National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council, or what is commonly known as NDRRMC. They are considered as the highest organized and authorized body of DRRM in the Philippines and is currently have and currently has a 45 member agencies. Nakakagulat man yung alarm minsan pero malaking tulong yung text messages ng NDRRMC. When it comes to information dissemination ng earthquakes or typhoons, we get to be aware of what is happening and from a reliable source pa. Hindi lang basta yung... Naramdaman niyo ba yung Lindol tweets from our own feeds? Kasi minsan talaga sa Twitter lang tayo or other sources tayo kumukuha ng 
information when it comes to cases like this. Pero yung NDRRMC, sila yung nagtataguyod na ng information for us. With that, meron din tayong Office of Civil Defense or OCD, which is the Executive Arm and Secretariat of the NDRRMC. They also have 24-7 Operation Center, which serves as the facility of situation monitoring and coordination during emergencies. Ang nangyayaring coordination during emergencies, kapag isang barangay pa lang yung affected, ang kikilos pa lang ay Barangay Development Council ng barangay na affected na yon. If it involves two or more barangays, dito napapasok yung city or municipal DRRMC. If two or more cities or municipalities na, provincial DRRMC na yung nakatutok or involved. And kapag two or more provinces na, yung regional DRRMC na. And lastly, kapag, uh, if it reaches two or more regions, dito na yung NDRRMC. Ayan, because of our situation, just like the rest, DRRM also shifted to another approach for disaster prevention and mitigation from the usual early warning systems, forecasting and monitoring, hazard and risk mapping, structural and non-structural interventions, naging digital, distant-based, and paperless na yung early warning systems, epidemics or disease outbreaks as part of disaster risk, use of current COVID-19 as benchmark for planning, and contact tracing tools and application. For disaster preparedness naman, from just planning, propositioning, and stockpiling, organizing responders, training, drills, and exercises, to risk or crisis communication, use of blended learning methodologies, stockpiling of PPEs and other medical supplies dahil nga sa ating health outbreak, and strengthening of isolation and treatment capacities, and institutionalizing contact tracing system for COVID-19. Para naman sa disaster rehabilitation and recovery, from post-disaster needs assessment, review of policies and plans, resettlement, provision of new sources of livelihood, it now became to integration of COVID-19 in PDNA, integration of health factors as part of disaster rehabilitations and recovery, provision of recovery measures for local economy, designing COVID-19-sensitive house or shelter models, and COVID-19-sensitive livelihood options dahil nga marami sa ating mga kababayan ang nawalan rin ng source of income because of this health outbreak na nangyayari sa atin ngayon. Lastly, there are also efforts of NDRRMC in addressing the quote-unquote new normal challenges such as migration to blended learning, DRRM webinars and advocacies, response efforts like reports, PPE and test kits, logistics and donations, 
and also updating and innovating DRRM policies and guidelines. Sa case namin dito sa Marikina, evident talaga yung response ng local government and also ramdam yung sense of urgency. Tulad nga noong February, I had to undergo a minor operation on my eye and required yung RT-PCR test before conducting the surgery. Buti na lang sa Marikina Hotel, pasok yung case ko of operation. Kaya nakakuha ako ng free swab test from the local government of Marikina. By that time, marami pa rin talagang nakapila for the testing. So ayun, the next day nakuha ko na agad yung result ko, kaya na-process na rin agad yung surgery ko. And ayun, malaking tulong talaga na kasi medyo malaki rin yung ginastos for my surgery. So yung free swab test, malaking tulong na sa amin during that time. And hindi lang siya sa testing, no? Hindi lang sa testing evident yung actions ng local government ng Marikina. Pero andun din yung sanitation ng Marikina Palengke. And right now, ayun nga, yung vaccination procedures. As far as I'm aware, marami na rin yung nasimulan ng ma-vaccinate. So, it is a good thing. Ayan, especially in a time like this na mayroon tayong health outbreak, na nasa isang health outbreak tayo, it is important to follow the protocols and guidelines in response to COVID-19. Simpleng bagay man para sa atin yung pagsusuot lang ng masks, pag-observe ng social distancing at pananatili sa bahay, Malaking bagay ang tulong nun, especially para sa mga taong kailangan talagang lumabas ng bahay. Hindi naman masamang mag-ingat kasi sobrang hirap ng magkasakit talaga ngayon. Coming from someone na nagkasakit rin recently. Kaya sana lagi nating tandaan na sumunod sa mga health protocols at syempre, ingatan at ingatan natin ang ating mga sarili. Sana no, nakatulong yung kumbaga ay primer natin on disaster risk reduction management. And we're finally down to our last two episodes. Yay! Muli, thank you for your support to Vis-a-Vis sa lagi ang pakikinig ng ating mga episodes and sa support nyo lagi. Thank you so much. I am very, very grateful to have this opportunity with you ayan and that's it see you in our next episode bye bye